Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, Sports Radio 94 WIP. We're at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Ike Reese, Elliott Shore Parks. Uh, two days, two days. There you go. Thank you, live, live in the studio audience. Uh, two days removed from, quite frankly, and, I, and I, I said this after the game on the Eagles postgame show, this might be the worst loss that, that, that I can remember around here in a while. You know, I think back to that Chip Kelly final year. Detroit. I, I remember the game in Detroit. That was terrible. The Miami Dolphins game that year. Yep. That I think was I, didn't the Cardinals beat them at home that year, too? Did the Cardinals yeah. beat them that yeah. year, too? Well, there's the, the other game is uh, the one in New Orleans where they lost. Like, oh, yeah. To I forgot about that one. Yeah, you're but right. I think the difference with this loss. That was 18, right? That, that was 18. 18, yeah. 18, yeah. yeah. The difference is they had so much to play for in this game. Right. Like I know, And it was at home. It felt like the two seed was wrapped up. Clearly it was not because you look at the opponents. I mean, to go from two to five is such a massive blow to their playoff chances. It doesn't mean they can't do it, but if we were doing this show today, and let's say they had won that game by a field goal, but everyone still feels bad about how they played. Right. Being the two seed and getting two games at home would have been huge for this team. Dude, have you have you heard the way these players have sounded? I mean, listening to Jordan Mailata today, I felt bad for the big fella. I almost I told him to take the night off. Yeah. Yeah, he got to come back and sit here for another hour of this later on tonight. You got Hugh Douglas down his throat. You know, he'll be he'll be throwing all type of paws. Yeah, yeah he'll be throwing all yeah. type of my bad, yeah, man, my bad. Throwing that first I never know when to take too. the yeah, well, yeah jump where the there. line is on that. No, yeah. no, there's no line. I mean, you yeah. know, yeah. I, you Just know. call it where it where it is. I was saying, but I said that Sunday, man. Like, man, this is one of the worst losses that I, I've – and I think because of the expectation, being at home, what was at stake, the opportunity to have the number two seed, host two playoff games. Like, we basically gave all that away Sunday to a five – was it five and nine, five and ten team? I think only four wins now. Yeah, four wins. Is that what they were? I think now they have four. Oh, that's right. I they think came going into the game three. they had three. Yeah. Right, they had three going into the game. So, man, that's crazy. Yeah, I think – and that, that was a real live gut punch. Uh, I did say this is the afternoon show, and it's brought to you by Chickies and Pete's. Go where the players go. Chickies and Pete's is the only place to watch all the Eagles playoff action. Find the location near you. Just go to chickiesandpeets.com, and we got you covered uh, here today wall-to-wall um, with the reaction to Sunday's game. Not only to Sunday's game, and really less about Sunday's game, it's really looking forward and what this team is going to be moving forward. This upcoming Sunday game, I don't even know how important it is to everyone. Is it important that they look good? I guess so. You want to feel good going into the postseason. Elliot, real quick before we get back to the phones, let me throw this out there to you, along with a lot of the other things that we've talked about. Have you given up on Coach Nick Sirianni? I think most people <laughs> – uh, 
have at this point, but I think that's a lot more emotion than that is yes. practical thinking. I agree. Uh, when it comes to Nick Sirianni, as you and I have not given up on coach. And then when you look at A.J. Brown, his frustration, the source of it, where is it being directed, and whether or not it's a good thing. You know, some people that agree with him, like, yeah, I understand why people are fr- – I mean, why A.J. is frustrated. Look at this offense. Look what they're doing, especially that, that second-to-last uh, series of the game. I know we were all frustrated with the offensive play calling there as uh, it looked like they were just being too conservative. And, and Coach Sirianni, after the game, initially said he didn't think they were being conservative. Well, yeah, I was gonna. I wanted to ask you because I think in the moment, and I'm speaking for myself here too, yeah. when you're watching it, you're like, what are they doing? Two mm-hmm. quarter, quarterback draws, a, 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 a screen to the receiver there. And I think that in the moment of where it was added to the frustration, they were in the process of blowing the game. The defense was really struggling. So I understand in, in watching it, like the frustration. I can speak for myself. Two days later, I don't view it as negatively as I did at the time, and I'm curious where you fall on it because they have the one play to AJ, 18 yards over the middle, like they're moving the ball. The penalty, and Jordan said this himself, the penalty yeah. was killer yeah. there. So you fall yourself, you, you don't find yourself first and 20. They call the quarterback draw, which has been a good play for them this year. The second down play, it was a, just a disaster, right? Like it was not well executed. The play call didn't seem good. But I do think we're probably being a little too harsh of that three-play sequence. I think there was a lot of logic for what they did on at least two of those three plays, and they had that big play to AJ. Do you view it any differently now, or do you still feel that was – I mean, that's being looked at as like a reason to fire Sirianni by some people. Yeah, which is, is, is just totally overreacting. Um, something about the, the beginning of that drive that had me already in the mindset that are, are we playing for a field goal here, or why aren't we trying to score – a touchdown and, and I sort of thought that's where it was at so I go back I look at the first and 10 played you got Swift up the middle for a run the Arizona call a timeout there yeah it looks like Arizona mm-hmm. called a timeout there this is after the onside kick this is after the onside yeah. kick now then I got a short pass to AJ for 18 yards yeah, over the middle you got that one and it's first and 10 and now I got another Swift run now you get the holding call right mm-hmm on uh, well, it negates the run. Yeah, yeah, it negates the run, so you get the holding call on Jordan Malata, and now it's first and 20, and you're at the 30. Here's what I'm saying there. So from that point right there, it's the play calls that you made. Like, why are we running quarterback-designed runs there? you got to give me a chunk play in there somewhere. Something that says I'm trying to score a touchdown here versus I'm trying to eat up clock. Mm-hmm. Because that's what those two plays look like, that you were more concerned with forcing the Cardinals and use Sirianni the timeouts. basically said that. Yeah, yeah, forcing the Cardinals to use their timeouts and eating up the clock versus being aggressive and trying to score. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that – You've got to read the defense. You've got to read the defense, your defense, I'm saying, and how they've been playing all game. They hadn't stopped the Arizona Cardinals all game. Except for the one interception. Yeah, I, I think the, the mistake they made there, in my opinion, isn't more so the play calls themselves. It's the the philosophy of saying, I need to kill clock right now. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I mean, they had the big play to AJ. And then on third down, you don't want to stop the clock. But I do think they seemed a little too preoccupied with trying to burn time as opposed to, to your point, like you could say that the way they did it, they're protecting their defense by allowing less time on the clock. You're saying you would have gone about it, and it, it maybe is the smarter way of saying, no, my defense is struggling. I need a touchdown right here. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the way I would have looked at it. 
But you know, hindsight, we get the we get the uh, the benefit of having hindsight on, on these sort of situations. But Nick Sirianni said yesterday that maybe they could have been more, more aggressive, aggressive there. Yep. So that lets me know that after a little more time to think about it and go back through the scenario, that that's one of the things he came up with. And I was I was actually happy to hear him say that because I agree with him. Let's go back to the phones. Brought to California, Christopher. What's up, brother? Welcome to the afternoon show. Yo. What's up? Yo, you can hear me? All right. Hey, uh, What's up, Chris? I was on hold for a while. Anyway, um, let me see. Where the, Did where you forget what at? you wanted to say while you were on hold? You want me to put you back on hold? Uh, no, you know what? I, it's because you guys were talking about as far as um, the play calling, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, why the play calling is the way it is or why it is going. I just have a theory uh, as far as what, what possibly could happen. I feel like maybe Jalen has A.J. Brown's ear because they're, they're, you know, they're homies, they're best friends or whatever. Um, I'm thinking maybe, you know, with that whole little meeting that Jordan Maialata has uh, you said that they have going on and that what you, uh, Elliot Sherparks, is saying, like, um, the reason why Brian Johnson is the O.C. is because of Jalen Hurts. So maybe they're, they, they, they lost faith in uh, Nick Sirianni. And, uh, you know, pretty much they, they, they're colluding maybe against Nick Sirianni to get that, get that dude fired, and they're going to put Brian Johnson as the head coach. What's your thought on that? I mean, it would be a bold move to tank an entire season to get, to get uh, Sirianni fired. I, I, I don't think that is what's happening. Which is not going to work. So, right, yeah. yeah. I, I don't – I mean, do you think the players don't like Sirianni? Well, I, we I do the players' lounge every week. I'm around, I, I don't, don't get, get that the sense. sense that they don't like him. I don't get that sense, man. And that's why when we were talking about A.J. earlier, I wonder if this is just an A.J. frustration thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Devontae's a young player, and I know he's, he, he sort of gave off a little bit that he's frustrated. But to me, and this is why it's great when these players speak, he, he spoke about it from the standpoint of his own performance, the offense's performance, not necessarily from a play caller's. Well, his, his play, frustration play came across as more as I just want the team to play better as a whole. Right. Yeah, it was. And we even look, Devontae even said, you know, him and AJ might have two different answers as to what's frustrating them. So. And, and that's what I'm saying about with AJ. So it, it, it appears it could be AJ is frustrated with the offense. And I don't know how you sort of decipher it being selfish or not. Because when a receiver is not happy with the offense, it's because he's not getting the ball. Right. Well, he's, yeah. So it's not like he's not happy with the offense because it's being spread around to everyone else. Mm-hmm. But when you only get one target in the second half, like he got Sunday, and then that final sequence of plays that we just went over and he's seen walking off the field shaking his head, it does lead people to believe that he's frustrated with the play calling. And and I do think I do think AJ's heart is in the right place. Like, I think he wants to to win, and he feels. And you hear players say this: when a team's losing, players feel even more like they want the ball because they want to be that difference maker. And yeah. He feel, but I think the one target thing they just didn't have a lot of plays. They didn't have the ball. They yeah. didn't have the ball a ton. And then now Nick probably erred in the side of being a little too conservative with running the ball late. But also with how the defense was playing, I don't know. I understand him wanting to kill clock. So. If this was a one-week thing or a two-day thing, I, sh- I guess I could say with AJ, then maybe you go, okay, that you know, somewhat understandable. But he didn't talk after they beat the Giants, and I just think that gives the wrong message of where the locker room is when, when your captain is so frustrated after a win that he can't even speak. I, I certainly believe it, w- it would. I think it would relieve a lot of pressure and tension surrounding the head coach, the offense in general, if someone of age, if AJ 
sort of came out. And again, sometimes you have to be politically correct. That's 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 what we do yeah. in this business as players. Nobody's coming out and being brutally honest every week. If a coach did that, he'd get fired. The coach came out and said, no, you should catch the ball. Right. No, you should have ran this route. No, what the coach does is he comes out and he takes it on the chin for the team. Like Andy used and, to do. Yes, and says, I have to do better. So if A.J. is frustrated, okay, you get past that frustration, and then you come out you regroup and say, listen, things haven't been going the way we want them to go. But I still believe in this team. I still believe in what we're doing. We still got a chance to accomplish our goals. I'm all in 100%. Like, I, I, I just think mm-hmm. that alleviates a lot of the pressure around Nick Sirianni having to get up there and speak, players having to answer questions about frustration with the offense. Yep. You hear Jordan. Jordan, I'm asking Jordan that question. He's right. I've asked him that every week. Yeah. I've asked him that every week, and it becomes frustrating when they can't necessarily give an answer. Or they can't fix what they know the answer is. Right. Right. So it's – man, I I tell you, and he's not going anywhere, nor should anybody want him to go anywhere. But what you do want is that in tough times, you want everybody to present a unified front, that the same message is coming out from all of your most impactful players, your leaders on the team that are speaking up. That's what you want, a unified front. Yeah, and I think that's why, again, what he says to an extent isn't super important. And I know that sounds counterintuitive for asking him to talk. It's more just about the image of him being out there and showing publicly that Solidarity. he's supporting the yes, team. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. I'm with you. Let's get back to the phones. Uh, Kenny from the Dirty 30. He's up. What's up, Kenny? Uh, no, from the very angry Dirty 30. Okay. <laughs> Furious. Furious. Talk to I, me, brother. You play defense. Tell me how a defensive player isn't basically putting his head between his – I mean, that was the worst defensive performance I've seen out of this Eagles team and I can't remember. They couldn't stop anybody. I think I could have put a high school team out there and they would have scored on them. 70-yard mm. drives, 75-yard drives, 80-yard drives, 65-yard drives. The only time we stopped them was with an interception and when the game ended. Yeah. yeah I, I, that wasn't I, I, the greatest show on turf. No, well, see, and here's the thing. I'm with you on this. The, the, the defense, I am wondering, obviously, some of it has to do just with the personnel, whether or not guys are good enough. And, and I'm speaking as a whole. Certainly there are individual players that are, have played well at times this year, but as a unit, they don't seem to be connected as a unit. They don't seem to be playing uh, as a unit, and they certainly aren't being in a position where they can make plays. I, this has less to do with Matt Patricia. I think that was a sort of desperation move to try to get some things corrected and changed. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how the players reacted to that from a personal standpoint. They seem to be all on board with it first couple of weeks, and I don't know what the hell happened Sunday. This is why I give the players more blame, Kenny, because that wasn't some complicated offensive scheme they went up against. They just ran the ball right at us. Like, that wasn't that – wasn't, that's mano a mano. That's I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna line up yeah. and whoop you every play. I mean that's and what they, they that, that's what they did. And it's and interesting Gannon thought he could come in and do that. Yeah. Like Gannon knows those defensive players. And Gannon basically just came in and said, We'll be able to run on them. Yeah. Like, that's pretty telling as to what he thinks of that, you know, to defense. <laughs> <laughs> well and well, plus he, he probably realizes there's some familiarity with some schemes he had. Mm-hmm. And like you say, he's looking at the personnel and he's saying, Well, let's see if they want to stop the run. Yeah. And, and, and Elliot, this drove me crazy. All year, actually for two years, 
We run this wide receivable bub- bubble screen. This doesn't work. The Cardinals ran it three times, throwing it to some guy I never heard of, and they got minimum eight yards on it. Yeah, Kenny, we must Kenny, be tipping it off. There's got to be something that we do that every team knows we're going to run it. So, so I, it, I would, it's the yeah. worst play. I would definitely say I'm more in the camp of the coaches have been okay and the players have been, you know, part of the issue. The wide receiver screen that they run is the most frustrating thing they do on offense because it never works. Has there been a single time this year where they've gotten a big play out of the wide receiver screen? But they do it constantly. And they really been doing Remember if you uh, week one, 2021, Sirianni's first year, they come out on that first drive and Quez gets like four catches that are, that are screens. Like they've always loved this play. I'm not sure what it is they like about it, though, because it feels like they never get positive yardage out of it. I wonder, I look at this offense and we talk about the big play, right? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We don't have that vertical threat. You know, Quez is a disaster. Anytime you throw him the ball, something bad is going to happen. So he's supposed to be your deep threat. We don't have a speed guy. Well, they basically bench Quest too, and, and Julio's. Well, yeah, you see what happened in Seattle. No, no, I know, but to your point, they don't have a ton of speed on yeah. the field because yeah. Julio's – and Julio did have th- two touchdowns last uh, week. Julio. Yeah, but, but he's not a speed option down the field. So, and, and I bring that up to say as a, as a play designer, if you got someone that at least puts, puts a little bit of a scare into your, to the opposing team's defense – they have to back up a little more mm-hmm. because they're worried about the ball getting thrown over their head, and that's going to leave windows in the middle of that defense 15 to 25 yards down the field where you can make plays. We just It's almost like, like Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill runs down the field. He's taking three people with him. Next thing you know, you got people coming across the middle of the field wide open. We don't have that. Like, A.J. is a great receiver, but he's not a burner. As great as Devontae is as a receiver – He's not a burner. He's more 50-50 catches down the field. Yeah. He does make plays down the field, but to your point, he doesn't have that electric elite speed. To I where think. you make, yeah. make DBs back up or safeties yep. back, back up from, from or being afraid that you're going to throw the ball over their head. That may be something they need to desperately look into this offseason is finding a speed receiver to add to, this, add to this offense. Yeah, I mean, that's why at the deadline I said I would have gone out and tried to get a Jerry Judy or somebody that would upgrade your number uh, – your number three, three receiver guy. spot, yeah. And yeah. look, we, we haven't really talked about it, but Devontae being on crutches in a boot, they might be down to just AJ and for their first playoff game. Yeah. Like, I think Devontae will probably play, but it certainly is no guarantee if he's still in crutches in a boot today, like two days after the game. No, I agree with that. I, I agree with that, Tom. He's a tough kid. We'll see. But those ankle injuries, especially for a wide receiver yep. or a DB, I just don't see. Man, and, and then you wonder how effective he'll right. be even if he's out there. So. That's difficult. Let's get back to the phones. Let's go 
To Corey in Columbus. What's up, C? My guy, EST. What up, Corey? What up, Ike? What's up, C? Hey, Ike, I don't like to bring up old stuff, but remember, you know, I, 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 was, I was telling you, you know, our old partner, Johnny Marks, when I was telling y'all we should have drafted Jackson Smith and Chigba last year, you know, everybody was laughing at me, but, you know, <laughs> he, 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 he used his speed against, you know, Bradbury against us, but, you know, that's a conversation for a different day. But look, hey, this is <laughs> yes. what I feel about with Sirianni. One thing with the Eagles and with our fan base, but we got to stop doing is we got to stop whenever things go bad, want to fire everybody. Listen, Doug Peterson took us to the Super Bowl. We won a Super Bowl. We moved on from him two years later. He had a down set. Now, Sirianni, we having a 12-win season. We're, we're kind of spiraling, but we want to fire him. Like, like that, that doesn't seem like a good organization. That Every time things get bad, oh, we just want to fire the guy. Don't let them fix it. And this is what's funny. We as fan base want to fire the guy because they think he was going to go out and hire Jim Harbaugh or Bill Belichick or Mike Tomlin. They're not going to do that. They're going to hire another guy like Nick Sirianni, Mm -hmm. another guy like Doug Peterson, and then they're going to be mad again. So why not just let this guy be better? Hopefully we can get him new coordinators in here next year and fix that. But the whole firing thing, I feel like that's an overreact. Like, firing a guy after a 12-5 and five season is crazy. It's, now, it's, let's it's get on, three let's straight get on. playoff appearances, by the way, yeah. Right. Like, and a, coming off a Super Bowl appearance. Now, let's get on these players. These players sound like they've already given up. But yeah. I really don't have no hope on who we play. We could play the Carolina Panthers right now, and I don't even know if I would pick us to win. <laughs> I might. <laughs> yeah, but we're not that way, bad. <laughs> but, 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 the way, but it's just the way that the players are carrying themselves. Like, BG – He's a positive guy, Kelsey, but, like, you can only say, like, eventually, they're like, oh, we're going to get this fixed. We're close. We're close. BG, we in week 18, buddy. I love you. We in week 18. Go ahead. Corey, do you you think that can change? Because to your point, I was kind of holding out hope, like, all right, you know, you go to Seattle, maybe you get a win there, and it can change. And obviously they lost that game. But then they, they play New York. They put up 33 points. They get a win. They still They still seemed, like, despondent after that. Do you think their attitude can change, or are you kind of resigned to this is who they are? I think they can change. Like, somebody literally needs to go. Like, they, they, need, they need somebody like a Malcolm Jenkins. They need somebody like a B-Dog that's going to get respect. And, and, and obviously ain't nobody going to slap nobody, but you need to be like, listen, we 12 and 5. Yep. Yeah, we playing bad, but we could still go win the Super Bowl. A.J. Brown, I get it. You upset, buddy, but I need you. Jalen Hurts, I need you. I need you, big play Slate. I need y'all. We going to win a Super Bowl because of y'all. I get it. The, the, the coaches, y'all upset with the coaching. But we need y'all. We're not going to win. The coaches coach. I need A.J. Brown. I need Hurts. I need Devontae and DeAndre Swift. Them are the boys that's going to win. I need them to dial back in. We could be 12-5 and five after Sunday and we're giving up. Let that sink in. We could be like, I get it. We are playing bad. And, and everybody's upset because of the pressure of the fans in the city that we are putting on it. But they need to circle together. Forget us. Don't worry about us. We need right. y'all to band together because y'all can do it. Y'all have to, we, we won a Super Bowl with, I'm not even trying to be funny. We won a Super Bowl with probably, I'm not going to say less talent on the defensive side, maybe not less, but I'm not going to say it was way more. Defensive talent on that team right. than we have now. 
It's an now, interesting people might have been yeah. playing better at the time. Sure, but yeah. We want Jalen Mills and Ronald Darby and Patrick Robinson was our starting cornerback. Come on, y'all. We had Danelle Ellaby as the starting linebacker. Yes. Oh, no, that wasn't all season, though. <laughs> but it was in the Super Bowl. <laughs> it that was. One. I remember that. Yeah. That was like a trivia question. I, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Danelle Ellaby. I don't think he registered a tackle in that game. No. Yeah. Well, there uh, weren't many matter tackles. Matter of fact, either, well, we remember Malcolm Jenkins' tackle. Yeah, he got to do one big one. But, <laughs> but, but Corey is right. Like that, and I think that's what's so frustrating about the team in general is they can still do this, but they're making it harder on themselves, it feels like. Yeah. Than it has to be. Yeah. And, and, and you hear the veterans, and listen, the guys like BG, Jason Kelsey, Fletcher, Lane, guys that have been around, it's not that they aren't still great leaders and have the right attitude. It's whether or not those guys are following, those younger guys. Are they listening? Mm-hmm. Do they believe? Because sometimes, you know, you can get the veterans that are trying to lead, and you're that young guy in the back like, oh, yeah, go ahead on, old head. <laughs> you know, yeah, 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 I hear you being positive, but I ain't right. feeling that right now. Right, like they're, they're not like friends or hanging yeah, out. Yeah, right? and, and, and there's, listen, sometimes, especially with the veterans that we have now, you're talking about double-digit years. There's a gap there between some of these yeah, guys. Like 13, 14 years older than some right. of these Right, so, yeah, some of these guys that are coming in. So you wonder how much they – they, they hang on to that messaging from those leaders. Listen, this is the Afternoon Show. We're at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Make sure you join us live tonight for the Brandon Graham Show coming up at 6 o'clock and the Players' Lounge that continues throughout the Eagles' playoffs. We'll be here tonight. BG will be here at 6. Jordan Mailata will be here at 7. And listen, we're going to continue to break this thing down and – I just – I look at the team moving forward, Elliot, before we go to break. I just – how do we – I just don't understand how we got to this part, man. Like, we were 10-1 and one, coming off a great victory, arguably the game of the year, the Eagles and Buffalo, overtime win. Yeah. <laughs> and a month later, this is where I'm at. Like, this is – we're talking about firing coaches. We're, we're, so we want to get rid of everybody. We've already, we've already demoted one coach. Mm-hmm. Like it, A lot has happened in the six weeks since that Buffalo Bills game. Man. And I just I can't believe this is where we are. I'll tell you what, Dan Wilson is here to make us feel better. Oh, Coming up on the that. other side, Dan Wilson will have his top five and five. Buzz, you ready? Oh, yeah, it's Accountability Tuesday. Oh, Accountability oh. Tuesday. Love it. Love it. Everybody Even the needs theme to, of the top five Yes, strong, everybody needs to be held accountable. There'll be no damn game balls given out tonight. And we got Sixers tonight. Sixers taking on the Bulls. Best team in the there city. There you go. Are you, the, the Flyers are the best team in the city Okay, right fine, now. yeah. <laughs> Don't hate on the fly, guys, man. Orange and black. The barn is hot. Okay, that's way too many. It's a new era of orange. Hockey yeah. cliches I'm throwing out there. I didn't see how, what else you had there, though. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you were getting towards your, your Oh, yeah, I definitely there, have yeah. a limit as to yeah, what I can roll yeah. out there. For sure. Elliot Shore Parks, Ike Reese, we're doing the afternoon show today. We got Buzz's top five and five coming up on the other side here. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.